what your thoughts are, they do deserve the book to be thrown at them for that. Because you cannot go around signing players and not paying them. Hello and welcome back to the long-awaited return for episode 15 of the Try Time podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Callum. And today we are going to discuss all what's happened, not even just over the course of the lockdown, in the last week of Super League, because it has been one hectic week and has raised a lot of questions. I'm going to jump straight in with the biggest news story of the week and the Toronto controversy. Yeah, honestly, we weren't sure when we were going to come back into the studio. Obviously, we knew Super League was going to start and then everything's happened this week. What a call to had, come back from. We've had to come back in because we probably need about three podcast episodes to get it all in. But we're getting stuck in with Toronto and I don't even know what to say about it, really. It's just First of all, are we prepared for an angry Canadian mob to come and torch our houses? Yeah. I think I don't think it, it, it should. Like we're just going to speak about the situation and like our views, which I don't think I necessarily. Oh come on, we're connect. not very well liked by certain Toronto fans. We've already been kicked out of their Facebook groups twice. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I have nothing against that group, I have, You know who you I are. I have nothing against Toronto personally, so. I do just the at end of that page. Let's get stuck into it then. Yes. So, Toronto and. So, they've made, released a statement. They've basically withdrew themselves from Super League or what's going to be played of Super League. Obviously, we've had the well, the whole league is hopefully going to be played. Yeah, but it's going to be different in it. We, let's be honest, it's going to be a lot different, different times and stuff. Yeah. Um, more games. They've withdrew, and I think, in a way, I honestly right. A lot of has been said about the players and obviously the pay, which I think we're going to move on to a bit more that side of it but let's just first of all I want to just say let's imagine you're playing a game on a weekend a game midweek which at times would have been happening when we get back to play yeah. um, and we've already, it's already been noted on this podcast and by everyone really watches your league Toronto have got a really shallow squad I mean we rebuilt it for that very reason exactly and Toronto would you have had to follow the scene had you have hired one of us to do your job for you answers in the comments below <laughs> we can't do polls anymore YouTube have removed them oh, that's okay. a shame but basically I like they were having troubles to field a team before the whole lockdown so they would have struggled I think anyway I know they did make signings and ev- everything like that but that was controversial enough never mind this they would have Tony, Tony Giga yeah I do, I do understand the whole visa situation. It do it to a degree, it does make sense. But again, to I can understand the whole. It's fifty-fifty. I think within the community, because some are saying, you know, you got to think of the, not just the fans, the fans, the players, especially with all this pay and everything like that. Um, and it's not obviously fair on them. You've got that, and then you've got people who are thinking, well, Toronto have done this. They've sort of. People see it through sort of a rose-tinted, or should I say M62-tinted glasses, <laughs> if you want to say that. And I've seen a lot of people wanting London back up, so I, want, I think just English glasses at yeah, this point. Yeah, um, You know, they're like, oh, well, Toronto are going to get away with this, no punishment, they're going to basically drop out of that league, just choose not to play, and it's, it's an embarrassment for the sport, which I think, to a degree, it is, but also I think what's more of an embarrassment is the way that kind of like... There's no definitive decision. You know, you saw at Premier League, they had a meeting. They sorted it. And the Premier League's been back already. And the season's already finished. Liverpool are lifting... As we speak right now, Liverpool are probably lifting the trophy. 
which I know you're a lot happier about than um, the other one. So I think that shows a lot more. And I know it's obviously a lesser sport, as in there's not as much income outside of fans coming in, which I completely understand. And that we'll move on to that more later on when we speak about Championship and League One and that whole situation. But I just think it just. I don't know how I feel about this Toronto thing. I just think I get it and I feel bad for the players. I feel bad for the fans because um, I've been there as a Bradford fan when we've gone through it all in deduction. And I don't really want it to get points deducted. But then again, it's a, it's a difference. Like, Is it you know an I mean? unfair advantage if they don't? Because we can sit here all we want and argue that Bradford shouldn't have had points deducted. But yeah. the second... This is... It's not often I'll say this, but I'll sympathise with them on this one. <laughs> because if they give the points deduction, you're going to get a very angry set of fans saying that it's not fair. Because yeah. no club's planned for a pandemic that, for YouTube monetization reasons, even though we don't actually get any money, we cannot give it its full yeah. name. Yeah, so we're, we're just going to call it the BFG. Yeah. <laughs> even though it is not friendly. <laughs> yeah. No clubs have planned for the BFG. So, is that harsh? But on the other hand, if they do decide to let them off because of it, you're going to get people shouting again, oh, where's the consistency? We have enough of that with blooming referees, let alone this. Yeah. But there's so there's different ways to look about it because we're going to move on to the players and the pay and how they've been, how it's coming out now about the players and stuff. But the players might not want to play. It almost seems right that the players have been like distinctly lied to and it's like I think there is a difference with well obviously this kind of moves on to like the Watkins situation um, but with Bradford the players when it happened never had any remorse towards the club as such I don't think I think that were more like it happened and it sort of the they owners, managed it was, the finances it was the owner's fault but the owner's decided then right let's get rid of players let's get rid of players the owner's didn't then outbid other teams and go to extreme amounts just to sign a player which is what yeah. has come out about Watkins that pop filter approachables already you can tell we're back um, but that's Toronto don't have their own version of the Omar Khan fan club <laughs> Fantasy Super League will be returning of course with the start of the new season don't forget to make any of your transfers and if you haven't Join the league. Callum will be overlaying a screenshot of the details. As I'm yeah, saying yeah, this. I'll pop, I'll pop them on. We'll get all the way back into that and a bit more closer to time. We'll do maybe an episode. Yeah, we'll have an intro that. back. Um, but yeah, it's just like if they've gone out and they're still trying to sign players, even though they know all this and the uncertainty. And at the time, everyone's saying how are Toronto buying these players, and it almost seems like they've just sort of. That's why. That's why it leaves a sour taste in a lot of people's mouths. And honestly, it's not to do with any of the Here's fans. Here's a big anything. question. It's not. Do we believe that it's actually down to visas? That's because after thing, what's yeah. heard now, I read the statement earlier. There's a, they talk a lot about the financial side of the BFG. Nothing about the visa issues. Yeah. Now, for goodness' sake, they're run by a billionaire. They have more disposable cash in their boardroom than what any other club in the league has, I'd suspect. Certainly more than Wakefield, Castleford. Um, well, I guess... And then Salford. even you've got the likes of Featherstone, London, saying that they're feeling that they're being let down by not being allowed to finish in their season. More yeah. on that to come later in the podcast. Yeah, it's, it's a very... It's, it's a For very me, that strange. doesn't make sense, because how you have that structure go out and sign players like Sonny Bill Williams 
and then even recently getting Callum Watkins from the NRL. Big, and he will, and he, he'll like, be on a big wage. He was a marquee player at Leeds before he left. And I doubt yeah. he's coming back he, he doesn't he really... It, like, it's not like he doesn't earn it. And he's on, we're not saying, oh, he's on stupid money. We're saying he's he on... He might like, well be. We don't know. For, for his... He's probably getting paid what he's what he's worth, which we're not go here to go into that. But for Toronto to sign him and then he hasn't even played a game and then there's trouble with paying him and apparently getting paid late and then this is what Here's I mean another about thing though, before this even happened. Do we remember that before they signed Watkins, all the Toronto players agreed to take pay cuts? Did they even agree to this or was it forced upon them and yeah. then Watkins was signed? Yeah, and then there's a whole trouble now where... It's very shady. And there's a knock-on... There seems to be a knock-on effect as in... The, when we were late, we were saying to Watkins, it was an Instagram post put out by his wife. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, cool. I'll let about, you enter it and I'll pull some I'll pull quotes up, up. Some quotes up, but they were speaking as well about like how they've had to tell players like... There's players such as like Stevie Ward, Richie Marley, who was going to sign for Toronto for next season... Well, apparently, but they're the players who has been released. As Please it still is. take them. Um, but like them players aren't going to want to sign, and no one's going to want to sign in that business model now. And it's not the same as Bradford because Bradford it was the solely seemed to be the owner, and Bradford have also got the history to attract a player. For example, Bradford have signed Danny Buff during lockdown for next season. That's a great signing, and that shows how Bradford are sort of progressing, and they don't necessarily have like the bad rep. Of yeah, you're not being signing. Daniel Tupo from Sydney or something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's like, whereas Toronto, they're almost going to be looked at as a place where players don't want to play because of, because of the, the, these difficulties, are more, I feel like are more forced, self-afflicted. Well, this is what we're hearing from inside the camp then. So, the 22-man squad have had their wages played consistently late for several months. And that Several months being a similar time scale to when rugby league was suspended for reasons we all know about. I would say before that though, seven months is long. They time. don't give a. I won't for monetization. Yeah, yeah. Fill Just in the for blank yourself. Yeah. There's a lot of people owed money. It's a disaster. I don't think people understand the mental stress it puts on people. Some Which of the players with kids, mortgages, etc. It's crazy. We get told the money will be a week late, the week comes and no money, and then the next week and the next. We are told on the night the money's coming, it just doesn't come. That's horrible. I can't imagine how that feels to have kids and stuff. Obviously, we're not in that position where we do. We're not pre- they're not Premier League footballers that are on hundreds of thousand pounds a week that can afford to miss even, a month's wages. Even not even just that, a footballer could probably a Premier League footballer with like endorsements could live off the endorsements that like they get. Like yeah, life being sponsored. I mean, for God's sake, Aubameyang drives a gold Lamborghini. I don't think he's too worried if one of his Arsenal paychecks comes in a couple of weeks late. Exactly. Whereas this isn't this like is that. I'm sure Hakim Maloudi is not driving in a gold Lamborghini Hurricane. Yeah, well, that's you think. You think so. A lot some rugby league players are not getting picked. Like obviously we'll go to Championship and League One, but like they're just they're not. It's not as much money as you think with other sports. As it? it can be with other sports, yeah. which is a deep rooted issue with rugby league. Is there isn't enough money in it. But then it's like how a do team you, like Toronto could build that? Record. Yeah, they've the, got the money to invest in it. It's literally on the knife edge. If Toronto. Toronto works to the best of its ability, it can bring so much funding and that would honestly make rugby league a great like it build it up and make there'd be money there for players to come. 
coming through all clubs. It just raise the fundings like Sky have wanted to get involved. But this is the up downside. It's almost like they've track gone up the hill. Oh, we've signed Sonny Bill. We've signed Sonny Bill. We're going to sign Watkins. We're going to get a great team. We've got all the Sky money. People well, want to watch. this ties in perfectly to another one. But then one. they've just gone too far. They've gone too far and just fallen off the cliff on the other end. I've had to be the one to inform people I know in RL that have signed to this club, not yet announced, to try and save their ass of being in the same position. Not one of person from the club has contacted them. She knows them. That says to me that's Warden Myler from well, his time yeah. at Leeds. It could, even if it's not there. just them, but it's still the same principle of players aren't going to want to go there. Yeah, you're all free to leave. We're in the middle of BFG. Wow. Yeah, it's a perfectly fair point. They're, they're almost throwing money not around. We've not. seen Gigos already linked with Wakefield. It is happening as we speak. And before... just These are the two that got me the most. First of all, imagine being brought into a club that could never pay you on time anyway, but they would enter into a bidding war. The one you touched on earlier. Yeah, yeah. But to top it all off, they are currently facing a lawsuit in Canada over unpaid bills and previous legal action over money owed and claims from other creditors. This is not a new issue if that is going to court already. Yeah. These debts have clearly been outstanding pre-Super League era. And... It's- it's, it's sad. It's very sad, actually. I think, just for the sport. I think it's entirely self-inflicted by the Toronto business model. Because people talk about the importance of academies all the time. One of Toronto's biggest defence for all this money spending is you cannot have an academy producing Super League quality players in a club that's four years old. Which is fair. It's very fair. But in that case, surely it's more sensible... To build your grassroots, you're in a city with a population of 8 million. For God's sake, Wigan and St. Ellen's find players to put through all the time, and they're both in Lancashire. On top of each other. Yes, they will have wider scouting networks, but the fact that they can have academies, along with the likes of Salford, Widnes, you look in Yorkshire, Leeds, Castleford, Bradford. All have got academies. All clubs. You, Halifax, I think, even now as well. Yeah. Or they certainly did have Halifax. They've got, like, it's not academy, but it's reserves, which means yeah. they, get, they bring up the players in. I mean, regardless, there's still a hell of a there's, lot of clubs. There's a set there, like, we're speaking about, if we were speaking about how you need a deep squad, they have a reserves, which means they have probably 40 plus players on well, the books that they, can play in, they could play in the league. Yeah, London, London have, have got, got a big a, city. London got a, have got a 16... Fourth in the competition uh, last year in the youth. You've seen Louis McCarthy Scarsbrook, Kieran Dixon, in recent years, make the transition to relatively elite level Super League. Well, you've got to look at some of the play, a lot of the players in that London team at the minute. That team is up and coming. They've players, got a great players academy. Players from the academy, yeah. Exactly. Would so, Toronto have been better accepting... They are going to be a championship club for the next five years and putting that infrastructure in place. Because we've already seen that they had to be given exemptions for Canadian players like Quinn Nagami. Although in reality, he's probably not being paid anyway. So. He's probably on a like. He's probably on a pay as you play, and that's why they never play because <laughs> they can't pay him. But <laughs> even so, surely that's a better option than you've at least got a sustainable player source. That aren't going to take up Sonny Bill Williams' probably ten million pound contract. That you've probably not sold half as many T-shirts as you thought you were going to with his name on. Yeah, but also it just looks bad on to it looks bad on the sport because a lot of people like I've spoke to people 
like just general people who aren't really into the rugby and, I'll, and I might just be in a conversation I'm like oh I'll say I'll just mention Toronto like we might be on about the, the rugby might be on about for example speaking to someone at uni who lives in Headingley by the stadium and they're on about oh when I was asking them asking them about oh what's like what's it like with parking around there when the rugby's on and I was saying oh tonight Toronto are playing against Leeds there oh Toronto Canada really and I was like then I explain it to them like and I would have signed like Sonny Bill Williams who's like one of the best was one that used to be one of the best players in the world like oh that's like good and like they actually get into it but then now if someone like that like just a casual fan who could be coming into the game then sees well they're having these financial issues it just look it looks like there's one thing that, and I think this says a lot here about a lot of the people's worried that ah, this isn't just your M62 flat cappers and the like what sort of image does this set to Ottawa and New York that they're coming into that, yeah, exactly. They have set a precedent here of Toronto and they really need to sort it out because if even 1% of what's put on that story is true, it is unacceptable. Yeah, and it needs and addressing. no matter what your thoughts are, they do deserve the book to be thrown at them for that because you cannot go around signing players and not paying them. I mean, oh, we were talking before filming about potentially doing a short video of one player every club in Super League should sell. Toronto, sell your first team to someone who can actually afford to pay them. <laughs> oh, God, you've got it on this end, haven't you? Oh, dear. Well, thing is, though, you look at, you've got to look at the players now, what's going to happen with their pay and whatnot. Because they're not playing in Super League now, they're not going to play. And imagine if you're that... Like, you I mean, in theory, they've got contracts, they're owed money, but clearly, as we can see, that means absolute exactly. sod all to Toronto. They could have got. The thing is, right, and I think now we've sort of nearly twenty minutes on this on Toronto. I think we want to. I think now we should we'll move, move it on, off there. In a move minute. it on to like the teams replacing them and the implications of if a team does replace it. Well, just before we get into Super League, this is one question that I saw that is a really good answer. They've withdrawn from the Challenge Cup. Does this mean Huddersfield are back in? If, I think the Challenge Cup will be cancelled, personally. and I, They've already got a provisional date for the final. October just, 17th, apparently. With fans, supposedly, as well, which will be interesting. That's but, what I just... I personally think scrap Challenge Cup, play the league, a bit reduced, um, and just... It's always going to have... If you win the league this year, it's always going to have the asterisk of... I don't think the league will as much. But I think the Cup definitely will. Because the other problem you've got, which ties nicely into our next point, you've got championship teams still in this competition that are not playing week in, week out. Rugby. Exactly. And it's wrong. You can't have unfit, not match sharp teams up against Super League's elite, especially when these guys are probably semi-pro. They might not, they might not be being paid because they're not training. You can't expect a club just to pay them for months. For a cup game. Oh, exactly. Yeah. You can't that's bank where, up the spot. That's why I think that, that's why game. I think that it'll just end up getting cancelled. Because yeah, obviously so do we I, are yeah. going to move on to that to the championship and what's happening there and how they're not going to restart and stuff. But again, like even in Super League, when that restarts, there's no relegation. Last year were one were a really good year for Super League because every single team had something to play for, whether it was to get, yeah. you could get relegated. There were like five teams who could have got relegated to But then just because season. there's no relegation, how much of that is because they are currently at least two clubs that have applied to take Toronto's place in Super League. As two that yet, have been announced. Yeah, Featherstone and London have both gone for it. London for being in Super League last year and if they've been 
their place has been replaced by a club that can't complete the season. They feel they're yeah, entitled sure. to it back. Yeah. And Featherstone as the losing grand finalists. And also currently top. I'm also hearing reports Toulouse have applied to take over. As Toulouse well. would be really interesting. I really, if it was to any be honest, either of those three teams, I'd be happy to see in Super League. Because I think that my only worry with Featherstone is there's a lot of dual registration players there, and I That's question my... if their squad is as of yet. I don't know. Super League would be great for the club into helping them build that squad, but in reality, a club's going to be I, willing to I do think... dual reg with so many games on. I just think if you're gonna do if you like it's so if you're gonna let teams for championship and stuff in there, it's like then I, I feel clusters like a Super League club now, then next season they just go in championship. Well but, I assume this will be for twenty twenty one rather than this year, the application. But and Toronto would but then, pick then up it down should then the have a tournament and say that that should that's I personally I understand where both teams are coming from, but why not? Why not then invite? Like they're not going to start championship season. Say the top six, seven teams at championship, or the top ones. What I'm saying is like Toulouse, London, Fed, well, We had Halifax, about eight that we couldn't separate at the start of the season, which is a perfect number for a tournament. No, even if you have a tournament, what I'm saying is there's twelve teams in Super League. Add them eight teams and just play each other once, and then just don't have a Super League. Ti- have it like a, a Super League title if you want. If you want to include them, I feel like if. Whack it on some neutral grounds that are remotely near to the to clubs so that fans can still go, if you're going to do that. I know what you mean. You know because what I'm saying? Because I'm seeing championship clubs left, right and centre saying they're feeling that they're letting people down by not finishing the season. Because people have paid season Have the RFL actually told any of these clubs in advance? They were done. I could understand League One clubs saying that by Newcastle, really, they don't have a massive budget, so would struggle yeah, to finish but the season. I think teams like Hunslet, I mean, Hunslet were top at League, they're celebrating as champions at minute. Yeah, well done, Hunslet. Congrats <laughs> on your championship. You will have an asterisk, but I mean, run with it. <laughs> After I'm about three games or something. I'm pleased for you. Go run with it. Go, go but, do what Leeds United did and go hang out and get drunk in the street. Go for it. I just, I think it's like. I don't, social how, are you, how are you going to get decide between Feather and London because every team in championship would apply if they could but not all of them have grounds to no I mean Toulouse probably can well, say well come on this is back. the RFL's wet dreamy a £1 million game it's reborn they've got the championship grand final it's Fed versus London for 2021 but then you'll have other teams coming and saying like, why can't we play I mean let's face it I think them to have the strongest cases for it Thing is, like, for example, right, say I'm a Bradford fan, I can't make any case at Bradford because we've lost to Fairbairn London this year. So. And so, what's your excuse for going up? Oh, yeah, we were bankrupt, so wouldn't have gone down otherwise. That's your best case. Yeah, but end of the day, everything it's happened. I just, I personally can't see him picking between them two because other, t- other one, they could, like, you can't, I think if it's any, it'd have to be London. Because I just you see, I disagree. I think Feather got the stronger case because they would have taken the spot this year had Toronto announced at the season's start that they couldn't compete in the league. But Feather have got dual reg players that can't have dual reg in, if they're in Super League. Yeah, I mean, okay, I'm talking about their case for being in the division, not necessarily the logistics, the logistics of competing yeah. in it. I mean, sod it, have the £1 million game and that can decide it for next year. Just have a £1 million tournament. 
But it's not his 250,000. Oh, yeah. Nice we won't even get on. There is a tournament. We don't have anywhere near enough details to make a podcast yeah. section on it. But basically, 250,000. And, and it's inviting championship and league one clubs. So you'll get some clubs doing it, some clubs. Yeah, it's optional yeah. as well, isn't it? Yeah. So who's actually going to turn up? That's the question. I just dare Feather London to be all the ones that go for it. There we go, we've sorted. No, I reckon you'll, you'll get some sort of stupid like Swinton Battley in a final or something like that. You'll go. Watch, they'll open it up even more and you'll play that amateur team that you had in Challenge Cup again. Oh, Underbank. That was the one. <laughs> we went on an act. To be fair, it'd have been great. I mean, last game we both went to Rugby League won. The last game friends. that happened, I think. No, nah, no, there, there might have been. No, because it was the Friday, no games over that weekend. Because it, oh, right. it got lockdown started on the Monday. Oh yeah, because we were due to film. Because we we were in Wakefield, um, in the mid- basically at the start of what the lockdown was going to happen, and it was all in the news like we're going to get locked down. Oh, I was damn sure I was getting corona. Can't say that word. Corona beer from that game. Yeah, and basically there were no hot water. In Wh- no, there were no- <laughs> Wakefield. Please fix your hot water supply. In fact, please get a new ground. <laughs> Well, that's a different match. You're a big club. So, yeah, no Championship and League One not restarting. And it's a strange one, that, because I'm obviously a fan of the Championship. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with no promotion. I understand because... I don't agree with the Championship not being restarted. I kind of can see League One more. But they're all part-time, so they can't... But they should have been all consulted and it should be a majority decision on the matter. If I think it's it's one of them where it's like... I get that clubs won't be able to play, pay players, but then the furlough's going to run out eventually, and it's like it's 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 a whole issue that is a, an issue, I guess, across across the the whole world in a way. But I mean, it affects rugby league more than other sports in some ways. But I don't know. On the plus side, when we do run out of Super League content, the NRL is still going ahead. So and we could have done NRL content over, it, but it's just. The we probably would have done had Toronto have not decided to flood the headlines and give us a hell of a lot of content. We would, we've took realistically two months off now because we were doing some stuff in lockdown, but it just wasn't the same. And we thought the ideas we had that we were going to do The in content lockdown, wasn't a good enough quality. The, the only thing we had was NRL content, which I know minimum amount. We know stuff we could do, content. and it had been good, but also it's like... We had other ideas of stuff that t- stuff to do. Like we and had so have many got ideas by the Aussies that watch this week in week out and actually know a hell of yeah. a lot more than we do about what we're supposed to be talking about. But it's like it's so much better being in person. Like we could do a thing together, and it's better in person. We want to do them ideas when we actually have the stuff to do. We have so we have got a lot of good ideas to do, and we really I really want to now come back and just like yeah. absolutely smash it up. Keep the an eye out for the top tens, the list, the other little video, and also. Sneak preview, there will be a rugby league-themed road trip coming up on road the channel. Road trip, which I think will be a bit groundbreaking, and hopefully it'll, a lot of people get enticed. We don't know when that's going to happen. We're going to sort of plan it out, plan out how we're going to do it and stuff. We've got other ideas of stuff to do as well, really. And obviously, once the league starts, you'll have your classic dream team set. These have gone again. Audio and you'll have the classic Callum knocking his pop filter pop over. Pop filters, they're, they're an absolute nightmare. But it's back you insist up now. on using these ones. No, nah, because I think they do make a difference to the quality. But it's because you won't buy the fifty quid ones. <laughs> but bit also we're gonna get sort of some retro, not necessarily retro, maybe some current retro 
shirts I'm going to get like maybe get a bit of display behind so it's not just a plain wall that's probably vibrating and vibing like yeah. it's taking something in a nightclub toilet <laughs> but we're just going to try and improve the quality and so yeah usually when we go back to normal week, we, we, weekly podcasts we'll have your dream team we'll have your reviews and previews and who knows he might have hair again and I might have hair again because I did shave it off and it is getting, it is getting in that sort of mid growing st- stage where it's like unfortunately his hairline will never recover no it won't but we'll be alright and we're just really just going to try and improve quality really I don't think there's much else to add we're just going to get this is going out on on a Saturday so if you're watching it or listening to it we will be hopefully Saturday. back to we should, normal upload we schedule should be back to we- podcast Wednesday because that works better when there's games on a weekend and stuff or like games are midweek now as well but we'll just do it games are midweek we're just going to games are midweek on Sky we will we will get together, watch games, and sort of do our live react, record our live reactions, and edit it down. I think yeah. that'd be interesting to do. Um, so yeah, yeah we've we'll got a whole KR rebuilding the pipeline, but without boring you through every single video idea and aware our outro's gone on almost as long as our entire podcast. At this yeah, point. we don't we don't want to give you too much. You know, you gotta wait. But make sure also, obviously, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook. We're gonna maybe work on maybe getting like a website sort of thing, so we can sort of. This is news to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised him, you know what I mean? Um, we're going to maybe get website, you know, just improve sort of the quality and general feel. We're sort of going to go a bit more, go for it a bit better, a bit more. And I think that's it from me, unless you've got anything to add. I definitely do it. We've bored him to death with that outro. But yeah, 30 minutes Get ready podcast, for Super but... League restart. 2nd of August, three games at Headingley. Don't go watch because you're not getting in. And... We will not be able to perform live reactions for that one. That's my fault. I am busy watching some cars go around Donington. Yeah, which is so, fair enough. You know, some people have priorities, you know. Well, at least I'm <laughs> attending a live sports event. Yeah, That's true. more than can be said for poor fans here. But... <laughs> true, true. I think, yeah, that's it. So we'll catch you later. Make sure you subscribe and like and comment if you enjoyed. And, uh, yeah. Or comment if you didn't. We're yeah. fine. Yeah. Let us know. Comment for the conversation. Yeah. Right. See you later. Bye. Bye.